Hi, this is Alex with The Sparkle Bar, and you're listening to What's the Lesson? You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to What's the Lesson. Um, Jilly P and I are sitting here with one of our favorite people. Most favorite people. Um, I think we say this every time, but we have such an amazing group of women supporters that we've just collected over the years through certain events, through um, certain business functions. And we met Miss Alex at, I think, the 2018 Powerhouse Women event when Sparkle Bar came in to do some makeup touch-ups. Mm-hmm. That was when I was introduced to them Same. anyway. And she's sitting across the screen from us. So excited to talk to her. She is the owner of, like I just said, the Sparkle Bar. So for those of you who don't know what the Sparkle Bar is, it is this fantastic gem of a business in Old Town Scottsdale, Arizona, that just makes you feel like your most beautiful self. So if you've got a photo shoot, a wedding, a graduation, we've taken our girls there just to have a fun day to get dolled up and feel like their best self. If you have not gone there, holy moly, get your tush in one of those chairs. Let them make you feel like your most glam self. So Alex, Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful and honored to be here. Thank you. Of course. Well, and I know Mary kind of gave our listeners a little bit about what the Sparkle Bar, what the Sparkle Bar, Sparkle Bar. Wow, that was a really big tongue twister (laughs) for me, what it is. But I think there's a really cool story behind it and you can share with everybody how you got to be in this position and you're also a mom. So I would also love being a working mom myself. Sometimes I get into this, am I doing enough? And am I choosing my job over my family? Can I do both type of narrative? And I would love to hear how you also juggle work life and family life. Yes. So yeah, that's a, that's a loaded question because it's tricky, <laughs> right? It's tricky balance in and of itself is a tricky topic because it's difficult to be, you can't be in two places at once. And so, yeah, the sparkle bar has been this beautiful creation that has allowed us to create a space that creates an experience of feeling for our clients to come and feel seen clients come see us before whatever is special to them, whether that's a photo shoot they're going on a date, they haven't 
worn makeup in a while. They're going to see friends for a reunion. They're having their headshots updated. They're going on the dream interview of their, you know, the job interview, whatever they deem as special to them. We get to invite them into our space and remind them of their unique beauty using makeup to enhance their already gorgeous features. We get to create an environment where we send people off feeling better than what we came. And it really is this transformation that we get to partake in through cosmetics as our medium. So it's awesome. I feel really grateful that every day in my life, it, it means that I'm going to have a positive impact in someone's life by reminding them that they're perfect, uniquely created in God's vision. And that all we've done here is just add a little mascara and blush to enhance these already gorgeous features. So that's special. When it comes to me being a mom, especially a mom of daughters, uh, it is incredibly important that I set a good example and show them through my actions what it means to celebrate diversity and beauty and really have positive talk with self and model that behavior for them. You know, you, you see me on social. I don't always have a full face of makeup because it's not about that. It's about celebrating your beauty when you want to, but being confident in the uniqueness that makes us who we are to not need it. Right. And so it's just an opportunity to create space to celebrate that. So I hope that when my girls listen to this or see their mom and, and maybe I'm not there all the time, they understand that it looks different, but that my love doesn't change and that if anything, it's to create opportunities and spaces for them to thrive and grow and be all that they can be showing them that I'm doing the same through my actions and choices as well. Well, and how that old are your me, girls? It gives me goosebumps and I'm just, I'm in awe by you. Um, how old are your girls? You just gave me chills a little bit. My, my girls are 10 and seven. 10 so and they're seven. at a very impressionable age. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. And I think you said a couple of things in that that I just I want to take a little tangent on. It's um, you're creating an experience for your clients. So it's not necessarily even about the makeup. It's about how they come in feeling and how they leave feeling. And makeup, like you said, so beautifully is the medium that you guys use to do that. Now, I've been in one of those chairs on several occasions. I have put butts in those chairs on a couple of occasions. and. The experience is unlike anything else when you can be told without makeup, with makeup, how beautiful you are. Your makeup artists there do an incredible job of pulling that out of you and storytelling and just being a person, like a belly to belly person with you across the makeup realistically. And I think that's one of the coolest things because in this day and age with TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and continually comparing ourselves to other people based on what they're wearing, how they look, what their hair looks like, what they weigh. Girls especially have a really difficult time separating who they are from somebody they might be trying to be like. So you're right, we see you on social media all the time and you try to bring your girls into the shop during really integral times to I'm assuming build up their confidence and show them what it's like to be a hardworking woman who has built her dreams. So will you tell us a little bit more about like how you've cultivated the experience for people to not just be the makeup? Right. No, thank you. I, I definitely bring the girls in. It's, it's truly about creating an experience that is more than makeup. We use a lot of quotes, but it is, it's that heart connection where we're able to like, you're perfect. Right. And so we get to, and our artists who are so talented in what they do, it's their artists can see 
clients, women, men, people, and enhance their already perfect features using makeup. We create this experience by reminding you that your eyes that can see and uniquely shaped to you are beautiful. Your nose is the perfect shape. You've got beautiful cheekbones. Sometimes people do get caught up in what they see on social thinking. That is the the norm or the box that they need to fit in. And what's so great about each and every one of us is that the secret sauce is that there is not a single person like you. And so what we try to do is speak to that and remind you of that when you come see us so that when you leave, you know this, and then moving forward, you always are reminded by this. Mm-hmm. When you said that, I was thinking contouring, you know, like when someone is kind of picking apart their face and I fall into this sometimes when I'm putting on my own makeup and I'm like sucking in my cheeks and I'm like, how do I make that dark crevice? So my cheeks are more accentuated and, and oftentimes I forget that underneath all of that, I am me. I don't need the makeup to enhance anything that I don't already have. But how do I embrace what I do have by putting on the makeup that's best suited for me? So sometimes I fall into, I like, you know, I have this like dark bronzer on my forehead and I have a very small forehead. So it's (laughs) like some of the trends don't work for me because my features are different than other people that I'm trying to maybe look like or get inspired by. But once I try it and I'm like, I'm not being myself. How, okay, let me, where's my micellar water and how do I take this off and try again? And I think that's the beautiful thing about makeup is that you do get to try again until you do feel more confident in your skin and makeup's really just there to enhance enhance that. that. Yeah. It's just fun. It's fun, right? Like what the real secret is that what we do is create a vibe in studio, right? It's just a fun experience. It's like getting ready for your awesome thing. So our job there is to unleash your inner sparkle, babe, by reminding you of your already awesome features and just help you set the tone for what is sure to be an amazing night or day or whatever you're going to go do next. Because if we can impact the way that you leave, we know that you're going to leave a little sparkle wherever you go. Oh, I love that. (laughs) It's our goal. Our our goal is to send people off better than what we found them. Mm -hmm. You know that. Well, and it's like when I was getting ready in college and all of my roommates would get in one bathroom and you're vibing to whatever song is like the hottest and you didn't care. Honestly, we probably wore way too much makeup at that time, but it, w- it was a vibe and it was the best fun. part of the night, the right? Best That's the part best of the, part, getting literally. ready. And then you're only out for two hours and you have to come home and take it all off. <laughs> or do you take it off <laughs> right. in college? <laughs> totally. That is true. And everyone agrees that the best part is always the getting ready with your girlfriends it and jamming that playlist. And so we yep. try to bring that experience back for you so that you can relive those awesome times and make it about what it should be, which is just having fun. You know, yes, it. when it comes to contouring, we don't default to contour. Yeah, that's very important to me actually, because as a woman of color, a black woman, I don't want, I don't need to change anything about myself. Mm-hmm. No one does. If you want to contour, if you like sharp angles, because it's really all it is, is shadow and light, that's perfectly fine. But to assume that somebody needs a more narrow nose or chiseled cheeks could be offensive. And so what we do mm-hmm. is not that unless you ask for it, because we're here to enhance you, not change you. I love that. We're here to enhance you, not Not change change you. you. 
how do you bring that message home for your girls? Because that, I mean, that's a mic drop moment Mm -hmm. right there to say that to the impressionable girls that you have so they know that they don't have to look like that person they're pining over online. So they know that the makeup really is for um, the enhancement, not necessarily to cover up who they are. 100%. So I think that a lot of that starts with even just like the the self-care, basic self-care, brushing our teeth, washing our face, putting deodorant on, lotion. These are the things that we do to take care of ourselves. And it's not necessarily the makeup, but I want to model good behavior for my girls where they don't feel like they need anything. So I always say positive affirmations to myself. And I remind my girls all the time of how incredible they are, not necessarily complimenting their looks, but their intelligence, their creativity, their ability to have vision, their imaginations, just all of these things that I see in my kids that are just so beautiful. And I want to remind them of them as holistic individuals, you know, even at the sparkle bar, it's not just about makeup. It's such an experience where we're talking about, you know, mind, body, and, you know, beauty, but it's so much more than that. So I think that from the beginning, I've, I've allowed my girls to be there in the studio with me as I'm cleaning the floors so they can see the hard work that comes along. They've seen me on my knees crying because of stress, because it's not easy. The, the things that mm-hmm. people don't necessarily see, but I, I know that through all of that, it's demonstrated to them and shown them what resilience looks like, what hard work looks like, what patience looks like, what having a goal looks like. And I hope that they are inspired and that I'm able to create legacy for them and others who are coming behind because it is important that we just keep pushing. Oh, that's so beautiful. I, what I heard in you in, in that share was how you are at work is how you are at home. So you are very keen into it being a holistic approach at the at the sparkle bar so you and your staff have to embody what you're preaching it's like you have to take care of yourself by doing these things and then not only does that stay at work but how does it transfer at home you are leading the example in front of your girls by saying i say these things out loud and and i want them to eventually say this to themselves. And I make sure that they know that beyond the beauty, there's so much more depth to them. So it's really cool to to see that both work and personal life is similar and not attached. And a lot of times our families that we work with, we either pour ourselves in one or the other. And I, I tell Mary this all the time. When when she knows I'm stressed is because something in my world is off. I say when my life works, work works. Mm-hmm. So when I have to, when I'm whole and complete in my life, work is like easeful and fluid and it's fun. So it's interesting how quickly I could pick up on you doing the same. A hundred percent. I mean, even... Yes, very aware of the things that I need to do to be a good mom and to feel like things can be in flow down to exercising and also, mm-hmm. yes, practicing what we preach. You know, we had a team meeting the other day where the focus was on mindset, because to your point, how can we infuse sparkle into someone else if we are not acutely aware of this ourselves, right? You know, how can that 
we use set the temperature, don't adjust to it if we are not able to equip and use those same tools. And so, yes, it is important because as part of the experience we create, we have to be able to be open and transparent and, and have those connections. So yes, it is. Important. Yeah. And I was just going to ask like, what advice do you have for a mom or a dad who might be struggling making time for themselves? Maybe they're pouring all of themselves into their job and they're coming home feeling depleted. What what's worked for can they make? Yeah. What's worked for you? Create alignment mm -hmm. between that. Mm -hmm. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm sure you've all heard this, right? One of the most, if not the most impactful thing that I think I made a really, really, really important part of my life probably four years ago um, was the focus on fitness and making sure that I incorporated movement into my life, knowing that I could not be the best mom, partner, leader if I wasn't the best for myself first and taking care of myself is what equips me and, and gives me the stamina so that I can maintain the pace to do what I need to do in life. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just had to decide that I was worth making sure that I did not miss those meetings with myself. I had to go work out. I was going to go work out whether I wanted to or not. And it actually helped. And this is why I believe that you can't be a like every solid founder has fitness as a, as a core part of their life, because being able to mentally push through when your body wants to quit is such a metaphor for everything that you will experience in business, because it will happen. You will have that feeling of wanting to quit, but the body quits before the mind does. And you have to be able to tell yourself what you are going to do and not let your body dictate what it's going to do. And so that was something that I felt immediately caused a shift in me. So I was able to, in my case, it was spin, but like pedal out any frustration that I had, which allowed me to come home and be a much more poised, yes, patient. ready to like be a yeah. mom yes. and not like explode. And it mm. was, and it's what I needed to do. And so, you know, sometimes you have to hit that point where you're feeling like you're going to hit a wall to get there, but it's definitely been my saving grace keeps me sane. I also like to wake up super early, sometimes four, usually four and just go outside and breathe, literally breathe, inhale, exhale, and like, make sure that I'm doing it so that I can, cause we, we hold our breath so much. So, and so much. Just I think so you just, simple. you just gave our listeners a reminder to breathe because Jill and I both just took a deep took breath, breath right there, you. which is so funny. And you're naming off so many of the reasons why we do this work for girls because as business owners and quote unquote adults, like we're just learning this stuff. You said four years ago, four years ago, you said fitness was a non-negotiable. It's like, what would happen? What would have happened if fitness was a non-negotiable for the last 15 years? If you learned the benefits of moving your body when you were 10, 11, 12, like into that. Aside from team sports, because a lot of parents obviously put their kids in sports to, to offload energy, to get some free time. But the focus on fitness, I think, is, is different then. It's like fun, team building, get to learn direction, which is all well and good as well. But if we put the focus on anger management, getting out what you just said, pedal out your frustrations, knowing that your vessel is the most important thing to your day. And if you're not pouring back into it, it can't pour into anybody else, I think is one of the coolest concepts I've learned as an adult. And to think that I could have given that to Mary as 
a 15 year old when she was angry and pissed off at the world, like I would have been a different girl. I would have been a different kid. Mm -hmm. It does really make a huge difference. And, you know, and, and I think it's different too, when you become a mom, right? Because then you have this other title that even if you were somebody who, you know, grew up with playing sports and was in Girl Scouts, but that additional title, as your roles change, as your life moves forward, sometimes it does, it causes these shifts in your own, and you have to come back to yourself and the things that you know serve you, right? And so, yeah, even even today, as I find myself veering off where I'm not doing the things that I know help me every day, my bounce back is quicker. I know that even if I don't want to go on a walk by default, when I do those happy endorphins are going to go, that dopamine is going to kick in that serotonin is going to flow. So let's just do it, you know, <laughs> because at the yeah. end of the day, I'm going to feel better. So yeah. I love it. Well, and I, I'm, I'm laughing because I don't think after any workout, am I, do I regret it? I'm never like, oh man, I really, I really hated being here. Right. Usually uh, I'm like, woo. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> you said something about your bounce back being faster, right? Mentally, you're practicing your breathing, your mindfulness, your fitness. When things get thrown at you, your bounce back is a lot faster. So being that the name of this podcast is what's the lesson, I think we all had a ginormous lesson in 2020. And I want to point out your situation specifically because you have a brick and mortar business with a team. And the way we saw you pivot just crowd facing was awesome you you threw some stuff out there you had to try some things you had to you had to get with it what was going on behind the scenes as you were also trying to homeschool two children while trying to take care of a business and a team man i think i'm still reeling from 2020 a little bit to be honest <laughs> with you yeah 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 and it wasn't just that i had um, a brick and mortar a team of 10 my two daughters. I have a partner who is an essential worker, but then I also was working full-time as a major account manager all of 2020. So I definitely was feeling it. When it comes to how the team, it was so important, homeostasis, right? How do I ensure that everyone is okay? It was mission critical to ensure that everyone's needs were being met because you're right. Having a team of W2 employees means that I have the same things to worry about as Nordstrom, the same things to worry about as LinkedIn, like every corporation that has a, a structure. So really ensuring that everyone was okay was my number one priority. Everyone's bills are paid. How can we ensure that everyone's eating? Really just because nobody knew what was coming next. And so it was a scary time. I'm so proud of the way that our team, everyone just banded together to support each other through that crazy transition. I don't think anyone anticipated that it would be more than just a two week, you know, break that we would experience much less the six months that we were actually closed. And so to now be out of that heading into fall 2021 is just an entirely different story. The team is just so much stronger, more resilient. And I'm so proud of the way that we've been able to maintain and grow throughout this entire process. It is just ex with extreme gratitude because literally there by the grace of God, we're here and no other reason. And I'm just grateful that the support we've had through the community to be able to continue to, to serve in the way that we can and to bring sparkle every single day through these connections that we've been able to build over the last six years. Yeah. Well, and you you mentioned the community having your back, but it's because you have been a part of the community for so long. I want you to know you have left 
your sparkle on so many people that yes, of course it was by the grace of God, but I also think it's because of who you were and who you are that people were like, how do we, how do we help? How do we, how do we support you? How do we put butts in those chairs? How can we rally behind you? Because if there's one thing that I love about you, Alex, it's your commitment of always saying yes to a cause to um, when we reach out to you and we're like, we have this girl who wants to be a model and you bring her in, you know, <laughs> let's make her feel beautiful. Let's get her headshots together. And like, you are, you are so incredible. You have such a, a servant heart and that goes to your leadership. And it's cool when you say that your team, you know, really came together, but it was because of who you are. They came together because they didn't want you to fail and that you, as their leader, were going to lead them to where you are today. That's how I see it. Well, I humbly thank you because I feel like I can take no credit for any of this. I, I, I do believe that if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And it is truly with that in mind knowing that we have a really incredible opportunity to do epic things that I'm excited about the future that we have. And I'm very uh, grateful and fortunate to be able to do this in life with such an amazing community. I feel so blessed by the people who've come into my life. Every person I've met has taught me something and not all the lessons were expected, but I am grateful for every single opportunity that has been born as a result of the space that we get to create. And I'm excited about what we will continue to do as a result. Well, and I think what I'm excited about in hearing you knowing the story, um, not necessarily knowing where you're going, but excited to follow along is the way that your girls will pick up on those leadership skills, on your excitement, on your work ethic, on your ability to be gracious, because it, it really is, uh, I see what you're doing, not necessarily I hear what you're saying, mm -hmm. because you could repeat it over and over and over again like you're talking to a wall and they might not necessarily get it, but your actions truly speak volumes to shaping the younger generation. We need leaders. We need to foster leadership in our youth. And it's really cool to be on the other side of a screen from a woman like you who is literally just embodying that. You see, you can't take credit for it, which I love because, of course, that's something a true leader says. You're in the trenches with everyone else right alongside them. But it truly is because of the leader that you are that the glue stayed together, right? And they get to see that. They might not necessarily fully understand it, but it's being ingrained. We like Jill and I like to say we plant a lot of seeds. We might not get to harvest those seeds, pick those seeds, have those seeds, you know, showcase themselves in the time that we work with them, but we know we're planning them and every other thing along the way gets to water them. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're planting these seeds in your daughter and you're going to get to see them grow and, and come to fruition in the most beautiful way just by who you are. Well, thank you. I hope that they feel like they can do anything. You know, it's so incredible kids. I was, I've been blown away watching my daughters because they truly are who they are when they're born, like a mustard seed. You just have to water that, you know, and it's been so beautiful to pay attention and witness the things that make my girls tick. It may not be in beauty or makeup, but being able to water that and encourage that 
fearlessness or, or just encourage them to do the thing and pursue it is my goal. So if for no other reason, or they don't get anything out of this other than the permission to feel like they can try and do, then I've done my job. Absolutely. Well, and how did you get to this place? Like how your mindset is so open. You can tell that you are a woman of integrity. You have this insane leadership ability to you. And whether you're a woman in business or whether you are the leader in your home, I want to take something from you. Like your your honesty, your openness, your vulnerability. You're you're in this place like you said, it, it's not about me, it's about us kind of shifting that like from me to we mentality. Cause I, I agree. That's what we want to create for the next generation of female leaders is how do we look at female relationships and, and hold hands together and move forward quicker versus going alone. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. You know, I feel really fortunate to have been born to the parents that I was born to. My mom is from El Salvador. So I'm a first generation born American here. My dad was an entrepreneur and I feel like that helped to really set the stage for somebody who finds extreme gratitude in the opportunities that are presented by living here. And also having lived with my dad who built a business as well. I think because I'm also an only child that I've always been kind of a, someone who made friends and had friends and, and really does believe in the idea of just working together. I work really well with people and through people. So that has been something that has always been a part of my nature. I can remember when I was in first grade, my parents went to back to school night and the teacher told my parents that Alexander thinks that school is for socializing. She's a social butterfly. <laughs> well, <laughs> honey, and look how Amen. it has served you. So yeah, some of those things that just come innately have been really helpful, but I, I really do. And then I think it was when my second daughter was born, a little story, I had low amniotic fluid my entire pregnancy. And it wasn't until I experienced that, that I realized how much has to go perfectly right for a, a child to be born. Like you've won the lottery, you're here, you are destined for greatness. And it was in that moment that if I ever forget or ever feel competition or anything that I'm reminded by the fact that the thing that makes me so powerful and you so powerful and everyone so powerful is that there's nobody like you and lean yeah. on that. Oh, and the, oh my gosh, this is so cool because you've been able to channel that your entire life. You've had incredible role models like your parents who really highlighted that for you so that you could step into your light and have it shine bright throughout your entire life. And, and, and it served you. You're doing the exact same thing now for your profession and you're doing it for other people. And it's so beautiful. And that's what Mary and I do when we mentor our girls is how do we pull out what's already amazing in you? You know, it's just, it, it's a, it's a little, it might be a little cloudy in there, or there's some cobwebs that we need to clean up. But if you can have trusted adults who really pour belief in you, you can really step into who you are meant to be and oh, make this world a better place. A hundred percent. And sometimes it just takes someone else seeing the thing that you can't see within yourself to remind you of that 
beauty that resides within and to just unleash it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's such a simple fix. Like it could be such a simple fix. Mm -hmm. You know, we, I think as humans, we tend to overcomplicate it and we want to seek opinions from everyone and answers from everywhere and compare the data and the sources and this, that, and the other. And it's, it's realistically back to what we started this conversation with, which is like creating an experience for someone based on human connection. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a beautiful thing. It really is. And I, and I'm so grateful that, you know, just in this business, the last six years, it's been that one-on-one experience that we've been able to have with each person that continues to create these ripples of awesomeness that allow us to continue to partake in people's lives. It's, it's, it's so beautiful that we get to play this role in someone's life. And yeah, if we can create a shift that helps you continue on through your day in a positive way, creating positive impact in this movement forward, then we've done our job. I love that. And imagine if they have different touch points in their weeks, months, years, you know, they work with us when they're teenagers and then they go to you when they're a little bit older. And, you know, it's how do we get more people to really see people, you know, to connect with them, to um, be aware of how they affect others as well, not just how they have an effect on others, but how their being affects others as well. Absolutely. So that ripple is, I love what you said, it's good vibes, you know, like that's what we're sending off into the world. And then when when the ripple starts to get a little bit more shallow, they get pinged again and it's dough and, and then it's more of a, you know, it, it just keeps getting touched because other people, that's what we stand for. So if more people can stand for connection and to see people and to love people people and to see them for their true beauty, I mean, that's watch the out world. world I want to live in. Right? <laughs> that's Let's the world go. that I want your daughters to grow up in. That's yeah. the world that I want my sons to grow up in. And and we have to be the change makers. hundred percent. Let's make every experience that someone has with you a positive one. You know, let's, let's aim to set the temperature and not adjust to it. You know, the sparkle in us recognizes the sparkle in you. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do things that are just going to impact the world in a positive way if, and when we can always. Absolutely. How do you see that coming to fruition um, through them? Like, are they making a stand for that? Like, do you get the positive, um, like, Jill's little boy came home today and he got a Jossum, which is like a little award for being a great kid for the day. And it's like, (laughs) we want to rack up as many Jossums as possible. What's a recent experience you've had with your girls where you just sat back and you were like, they're doing it. They're doing it. The sparkle in them is recognizing the sparkle in other people. Something cool that I saw my daughter had on her, my youngest daughter, she's seven, had on her computer. It was a post-it, a sticky post-it, and she had written out affirmations on her own. I am amazing. I am smart. I am kind. I am fun. I am a good friend on her own. And it was just such a beautiful thing for me to see because I know like these are I these are such great practices for her to have. And it was I was so proud to see her affirming herself in that way. Another example is when I see my girls, you know, role-playing and I see them setting up their little lemonade stands or playing with their dolls. I can see the entrepreneurial skills just coming out. So I like try to pay attention to that and see, you know, what they're getting into. My other daughter wanted to take apart, you know, the AC unit and I'm like, oh, she must be into engineering and tinkering. So really just 
paying attention to the things that they are gravitating towards so that I can continue to water them because they are just phenomenal humans. I am so proud of the little ladies that they are becoming and, you know, who they are, the empathetic humans that they are. And so I just, I'm excited to watch them continue to flourish and develop into who they will be. Yeah. I saw something yesterday and it said, you want to praise the process So as opposed to praising the, you know, the, what you visually see, like, oh, you're so good job. You're so smart. It's like, okay, well, what about the process? Like, what did he do or what did she do that you can really call out so that they can do it again? Right. So that they're not then seeking that external validation of, I'm okay, well, I just need to be smart. So how do I, you know, but praising the process. And it's really cool that that's what you're recognizing in your daughters to then encourage them to keep doing that. Yeah, no, that's such an interesting, um, that's very interesting because you're right. You know, the discipline that it takes to study, to get to the A is just as important as absolutely as what gets the A. Probably more so important (laughs) than the A. Yeah. So yeah, that is such a a valid and valuable point to keep in mind because you're right. It's so much more than just the result. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this podcast is WTL as opposed to WTF. We want to get people to see their WTF (laughs) moments and turn them into those lessons. So as we start to wrap up here, do you have like one thing that you've stumbled through that was a total WTF moment that's kind of shaped your view of how it was used or currently used as a lesson? There are so many lessons that I've learned along Mm. the way. I think the biggest lesson is to, that I've experienced is, is patience and that what we're doing is playing a long game. And I have to even remind myself a lot of times that do you want, would you rather have a hamburger tomorrow or wait a year and eat filet mignon for the rest of your life? You know, to really like, even when you can't see, because you're right, you do not reap in the same season that you sow. So having patience and the resilience and wherewithal to ride it out. Patience is underestimated. I agree because we live in a society that like, we don't need it. We don't value it because we can get things we have on, delivered we have to our door. <laughs> Two-day delivery. Two-day. Shoot, I can order something and get it in an hour. <laughs> right? Target, um, drive up. Here we go. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the value in the waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, we love – I mean, we talk about this with our girls all the time. It's that instant gratification versus the delayed gratification what are you willing to sacrifice in order to get the thing that you want in the end? And that does, it comes with so much patience, the season of waiting, because things that are worth it don't just materialize right in front of you. None of us are overnight successes. And I think that's that's a beautiful lesson that a lot of us need the reminder of day in and day out. So Thank you. Thank you for the reminder for the day and um, for anyone listening. So before we wrap up, will you just let people know where they can seek out your sparkle? Yay. Well, first, thank you both so much for having me. It's been such an honor, such a pleasure to hang out virtually with you. Uh, (laughs) It's always so fun. Right. If anyone catches the video version of this, you can see the sparkle bar, um, what it looks like. But if you would like to stay tuned and keep up with us, you can follow us on all social channels at the sparkle bar 
Instagram or on LinkedIn, Facebook, and then me, I'm at Alex Bradbury. You can catch up me and what I'm doing behind the scenes, but we, we definitely share a lot on stories and would love to invite you all to come in to experience the sparkle bar so that we can remind you of your individual unique awesomeness as well. I love that. Well, thank you, Alex. And until next time, you guys, we'll see you on another episode of What's the Lesson. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.